0: Welcome to the Empowered Women Rise podcast with me, your host, Lucy Bennett. Welcome to an interview with Jeanette Spencer for the Empowered Women series. Jeanette, how are you today? Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Hi everyone. I am so grateful to be here. I'm absolutely fine, fine. Um, Yeah, just busy, busy, but yeah, everything
0: is all good over here how are you i'm good it's amazing how busy we can be when, <laughs> when we're locked down yeah so, so it never stops it? Is it? So yesterday i was talking to a client and she was saying how obviously you're you're in the events industry she's a wedding planner and she said that a client had said to her wow you must be loving this you've got so much time to just okay. chill out and relax what are you doing? You must be having a great time. And she was um, like, oh, I'm moving yeah. your weddings exactly. over and over again.
1: Plus I'm stressed about all the other stuff that's going on in the background and the lack of payment that I'm getting it's right now.
0: So. Like how are we going to generate the money to pay the bills that we still got to pay? I'm to my second round of, um, outgoing since COVID hit and the weddings all moved and of course i have had income because i'm a wedding planner it's and you're you know like you've been an event planner it's it's a bit easier for us than it is is other vendors in the sense that we're still giving a service so we're still getting paid for the service like a you know like a retainer almost and it's cool but i know that come like i launched my business seven years ago so now it's like April, May, June. It's when everything comes through. So it's like website renewals, you know, security yeah. on the website. It's yeah. like, yeah. and it's it's a good you know, it's a good three thousand euros in costs to have and my online business each yeah. year, you know. Um, so so t- tell tell us. I mean, you you are in the events industry, but you're also a coach as well. So we are like we're like a mirror of each other. Yeah, we definitely are. <laughs> So my uh, events journey started back in
1: 2011. And um, so I basically went on holiday one year um, to Jamaica and was in a hotel resort where, like, loads of weddings were happening. Like, back to back, it was literally just one after the other. And I remember thinking, that is really rubbish, like, the way that they do that. Like, you know, like, there's there's nothing. Like, why is it that, you know, it's literally just like, you Know, like a train, like brides and grooms are not like you can't, so surely you can't convey about like <sighs> next one <is> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Lucy, and I remember thinking, I could do way better than this, like, why would anyone even opt to get do this, like to get married in these kind of places? So that was kind of my um light bulb moment where I kind of thought, do you know what? I'm gonna plan weddings, I could plan weddings. Um, and I want to do it in a way where I have intimate weddings, or well, I arrange intimate weddings for people in the Caribbean. Yeah, because that's going to get me in the Caribbean, like, more often. So oh, <laughs> definitely. so good. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, so when I went back to the UK, and then obviously I had no events experience. So obviously you have to start somewhere. So I started um, I started advertising, like, for small events. Oh, amazing. They were Oh, are you coming back? Yeah, it went okay. a bit funny for us. Okay, there. Okay, you perfect. are. Yeah, so you really Oh, can you hear me? Okay, perfect. Yeah, I can hear you. I'll back now. Okay, yeah. So they were really low budget events, but it gave me some experience to enough to build my confidence. So from yeah. there. In 2013, I had been doing them quite continuously and kind of getting more confident, getting more experience. Um, And in 2013, I decided to take a course and become a certified event planner because I started to get more serious about the idea of leaving my job at the time um, to start my own business. So I gave myself a five-year plan. Amazing. Yeah, and then kind of just worked towards that. So... At the end of the five years came and it was almost like, you know, you start talking yourself out of it, don't you? You're like, I don't have enough money saved up or, you know, "Um, I don't know if this is going to work. Maybe I should just stay. I've got, you know, I've got this income. Why am I going to just leave it? All of the things that, you know, you kind of tell yourself um, to, to talk you out of
0: making yeah decisions. those self-sabotaging beliefs that exactly it's keeping you small stopping exactly. you actually excelling to the next level yeah exactly exactly
1: so what actually happened what ended up happening was my dad died and oh that.
0: God, I'm me, so sorry
1: thank you that for me was a bit of a like a wake-up call it was almost yeah. like you know life's too short you just need to just go there. And That's what I think helped push me was um, my employer at the time, they handled the whole situation with me. I took maybe two weeks off work, um, but they handled that situation really badly yeah. and really made me feel worse than I already did. That's and it fantastic. just made me think, you know, like why am I giving these people my energy, you know, my time? It's really time for me to just, you know, just take the leap. and Yeah. So I went back and I quit my job um I had to work a three months notice which was the longest three months of my life um, <laughs> longer than lockdown <laughs> uh, yeah it was
0: <laughs> it was pretty COVID dire let's <laughs> <COVID, COVID, COVID laughs> be here for a month and then it's still here and it's the over year really now
1: so <laughs> that's I true <laughs> that's true it felt longer than lockdown let's just put it that way <laughs> yeah. um so anyway, it so happened that it was it fell in a time where my last day was like the end of December. So I had wow. these, yeah, I had all these plans to start January afresh and you know, a new business owner. Um obviously I'd already had the business, but running a business full time and running it alongside, you know, a job is very different. So yeah. yeah. So um one thing that I'll mention is that what I was I had started um, Collecting like rentals, like items that I could rent oh, out. Lovely. Yeah, yeah that's, so such that's a great thing to do. Yeah, so that for me was another stream of income, and that kind of made me feel a little bit less scared about the whole financial aspect of it.
0: Yeah, but completely. It, it's such yeah. a great thing to do. If you get, you've got to buy the right stuff. So no chair covers. <laughs> yeah. We talked about this last week, didn't we? No yeah. chair covers allowed. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah. Yeah, like lanterns and candles and stuff like that. It, they just the style. If you buy something quite classic, you can just keep renting them year after year after year. It's been a yeah. really big part of my income as well. You know, through through my wedding business, it's been brilliant. I lo- I've loved it. No, yeah, you know? absolutely. It does make a huge difference,
1: and it yeah. does add up absolutely. to be quite a substantial amount of additional income, as you say.
0: Yeah, um, it's like twenty grand for us on a normal year. 20 see, grand. this is what I'm saying. You know. Yeah
1: um okay so here's the thing in the January I um in fact it was the first of January I remember it like it was yesterday I received an email saying that all my I had all my stuff in storage and I received an email saying that all my um rental items had burnt down oh my it, god it was, well, yeah so it was like it, it was literally like my first day of full-time self-employment and it was like oh okay
0: what do I do now it Um, had to be a message for some reason you've got to find the silver lining in that one
1: yeah I mean at the time I was there were so many different questions it was like is the universe trying to tell me something you know maybe I shouldn't be doing this oh my god I'm gonna have to get another job what am I gonna do oh my god because I didn't I didn't have like a fully booked calendar at the time so it was really worrying, actually. But I had a really good support network, so that really yeah. helped. Um,
0: Thank God for yeah, that. I
1: mean, yeah, exactly. Because you really do need it, like, when Definitely. you're going through stuff. Definitely. It really makes that, a difference. Yeah. It really
0: does, doesn't it? And having people that understand you. And actually, if we kind of put a perspective onto this, you hadn't just lost what was six years' worth of investment, because it's investment but you also had lost your father like three months before. Yeah. So yeah. You were still very raw because yeah. although, you're, although your employers seem to think that, you know, that death comes one day and then the next day you should be moving on that, with it, yeah. that isn't reality at all. And actually yeah. three months for the loss of a parent is a very short period of time. isn't yeah, it? Absolutely.
1: It was really tough, actually. And I, I literally remember thinking, I'm just going to just give up. I'm just not going yeah. to
0: sometimes it feels easier to just do that doesn't it you know you just yeah. like think well this this is too painful or it just it's too absolutely. difficult
1: absolutely absolutely
0: so what had kept I'm you fight- give
1: up. <laughs> <How> <laughs> <I know? laughs> you're not a giver no um I literally had to just rebuild I rebuilt and um yeah I got to a stage where I kind of decided that I would at the at the time I was kind of I wasn't sure how much I really enjoyed doing the decor side of things
0: anyway, because it's yeah. such a lot of work. It is a lot of work, isn't it? And because yeah. it's not just putting stuff in place, it's cleaning it before yeah. and after. So I, send, I spend my Sundays after a wedding absolutely exhausted, but we collect, get home, Yep. what's the next thing, I can't rest, I can't go to the beach, no, I have to so spend so four hours crazy. cleaning items because yeah. I've got another wedding next week, you know. Um, absolutely,
1: so like, even like the lugging the boxes and stuff, like my, you know, my I had back problems and stuff, so I kind of, yeah, I kind of started to kind of edge a little bit more towards just doing the planning, more mm-hmm. so going back to my initial idea of, you know, of doing the destination weddings. So I started pushing that a lot um, in that year, and you know everything was kind of stuck, Well, everything kind of started to pick itself back up, and things were looking good, and I was getting you know my momentum back. And then COVID hit, <laughs> and then it all fell to pieces again. <laughs> oh my
0: God! You are one strong woman having to go through all of this, but you know oh, that you amazing. know that we'll get through this, and you'll get no, through the other side. Absolutely. Absolutely, and I definitely believe that
1: everything happens for a reason, so yeah. you just kind of need to focus on the bigger picture, you know. So
0: what the bigger picture look like for you these days then? No, so
1: I started, um, I started consulting, and at first it wasn't, it was literally just a case of just helping people for nothing, and then it was like, but I'm kind of good at this, like why would I not, you know, do this? Um, as another business yeah. so I started off just kind of just giving advice to general people meaning males and females um but then it just wasn't in alignment with what I kind of I don't know I just kind of felt like it's not really what I wanted to do I wanted more of a community-based business and I wanted to help women yeah Um, I just felt like I had more to offer when it came to women um yeah, so I started the Women's Entrepreneurial Network, and um it's just it's just going from strength to strength and
0: That's amazing.
1: And I absolutely love, you know the the story behind it, the message behind it. and it's um it's an online membership which helps women throughout the process of starting um, growing and scaling their business. um and it just offers support. um it's literally, my baby, and I love it, Um, but yeah, it's like, it's almost like I feel in, I feel so much more aligned with the direction that I'm going in at the moment, as opposed to kind of, when I look back at the event stuff, although I did love it, this feeling that I have at the moment is a lot different. It feels more right. It feels more,
0: more like it's easier. Yeah, you're following your heart and instead of just doing what you think you should do. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the difference because I think sometimes we can think we're in alignment when we're actually not.
0: Yeah, completely. Yeah. Yeah. And and the things are sent to challenge us, like these things that throw up, like, you know, the fire and stuff like that. It's like, it's karma coming and saying to you, Move Shit. over. You're on the wrong path. Yeah. You need to get over there because, yeah. you know, it's you're not doing what's right for you. And I think in a way, this sounds a bit crazy, but maybe COVID is one big realignment for the whole world. Yeah, no, absolutely. Watching everybody to do what they really should be doing instead of doing what they, no, sorry, what they really what their soul should be doing rather than what they think they should be doing, because exactly. it's one thing, think doing what you think you should be doing and then doing what your heart says, you know, yeah. And we're always told to kind of, you know, don't be crazy. Don't think with your heart, think with your head, you know, be intelligent about this, make a, an intelligent, informed decision. That's how we're educated. Yeah. But actually, it's, it's wrong. <laughs> oh, absolutely. To think and do make decisions with our heart and our our gut, you know, our our, our sacral, no, no, sacral no. chakra and really feel it there.
1: I feel like we are in a time now, though, where I think what you just said, people are realising it. So I think it's becoming more normal to do the unnormal. Like, I think um, following your passions and, you know, doing what you're kind of drawn to doing because you love is becoming yeah. a lot more of the norm, a lot more acceptable now. Then was I
0: love been, it. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> it's so awesome, isn't it? I've got, I, I have like, uh, newsletters coming from, um, like women who are in goddess circles and like, you know, people who talk about the ancient history of women and you know, like all of this stuff that before was so like, well, you can't talk about that or you shouldn't talk about that. Yeah. And, you know, I love like all the mute moon messages that we, <laughs> that you follow and yeah. human design and all these new yeah. ways of thinking.
1: It's literally a different time, but it's lovely, you know, and it's so positive and it's so important to make sure that you are connected to, you know, that positivity because it's really encouraging. Yeah. Yeah, I think having a support network is is literally crucial, so.
0: It is completely. It's really good. I'm so glad that you had me in last week to talk to your group. It was a really nice experience and they were really lovely. Thank you. Um, it's a great community that you've built. And, I mean, what what would you say for you, aside from the things that you've told me already because you have faced some big challenges, but, you know, setting up your new, you know, pivoting and setting up a new role for you during COVID is a massive challenge. But what was the biggest challenge that you faced through through doing that? How was it, how was it kind of like, what's the thing that kind of helped you learn the best?
1: Maybe, um the first thing that comes to mind is dealing with imposter syndrome yeah I mean, for me that's something that i've really struggled with and you know yeah. and even today i still struggle with it um and it's just a case of reminding myself you know of you know my experience and you know of i, I know a lot and i need to trust that and also not put so much pressure on myself because ultimately what i want to do is um share I want to share what I've learned. I want to be able to share my experiences to help other people. And so sometimes when I'm in those moments of thinking, well, who am I to say that or who am I to to do that? I kind of have to remind myself, actually, I do have something to offer. I do yeah. have something that people
0: might want to listen to. So, yeah, you know, why not? Absolutely. But definitely, it's syndrome. It's the, I think it's one of the hardest things that faces all of us. It's. I've just done a, a course for the last um, six months, which has been great with N- Natasha Bray. And it's. it focuses on the success saboteurs, which is like imposters, you know, the way that our imposter syndrome kind of stops us from achieving and, and holds us back. Yeah. And it really is, I think, one of the most powerful things that we yeah. can get over, like if we can really work on our imposter syndrome. And I'm not saying... That it can ever go away completely because there's always societal kind of influences and there's all these learned beliefs throughout our whole life that make us feel the way we do but it's one of the hardest things it's that self-doubt that lack of self-belief the lack of self-love the feeling not good enough you know all of these emotions that every woman i speak to feels like absolutely i honestly don't think that any woman that hasn't been through the healing process doesn't feel those things like no, they all do. they all do
1: I think the thing is to acknowledge those feelings and just do it anyway and yeah. I think it's that thing where you do kind of have to say okay I feel this and it's not great but do you know what I'm just going to push past it because I'm just going to <laughs> and that is just it and I think the more you do that is
0: the, the more you get over it, it yeah. yeah absolutely that's it that's it. It's um, it's a, it's a long road to, yeah. to to healing it. It's a long road to healing it. You know, it takes a lot of inner work and people have to be ready to take that step. You know, it's no, not.
1: Absolutely. For everybody. It's the same. So it's... No, I'm sorry, Lucy. No, no, no. No, absolutely. It's the same with confidence. I think um, that's also something that really I think, especially as entrepreneurs, that we need to really develop. And it's a process it's a journey you know it doesn't happen overnight but i think um from my own experience i know that i've always been what i perceive to be quite confident but then yeah. when i was in my corporate role it was i was a minority in terms of my color um i there were hardly any women so it was and the all the women seem to be at lower level roles yeah so you know i I remember I got a promotion in my job and it meant that I had to speak out a lot more. And I remember that there were certain characters within those teams that always made me feel like I wasn't good enough or um, inadequate. And over the years, my confidence just got so low. That's terrible. Um, Yeah, it got so low. And literally me leaving that company, I've had to rebuild, but it's it's amazing to like when I look back at it I kind of I'm amazed at the fact that I gave other people so much power over the way that I felt about myself.
0: Yeah, but it's very it's very normal to do that, you know, that's the norm, that's what we do, it's what we do as human beings. But it's it's really sad that you know, working in a work environment where you should be safe. You should be safe, you should be, safe, you should be respected as a woman, as a black woman, you know, it's that is the way it should be. Yeah. But it isn't that way, really it isn't hard. that way. And it's, you know, the inequality is so bad in the workplace that actually being an entrepreneur is our opportunity, your opportunity to make an incredible life for yourself yeah. without anybody else telling you yeah. what level of success you're allowed to have. Because actually that's what it boils down to when you're in employment. If somebody doesn't like you or they don't like you, you know I, I I found it really hard to kind of get up those levels in in work because I wasn't I wasn't that kind of person who really melded well into the work environment you know yeah I had loads of friends but I just I didn't like answering to the boss and and you know targets and all that kind of stuff so it was really tough but it's you know being now, as an entrepreneur you don't have to worry about that no one else tells you how successful you exactly and the more you do is literally the more confident
1: you become yeah
0: completely
1: literally it's a it's a journey and it's 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 amazing it kind of I kind of wish I had started it full time a lot sooner
0: Um, yeah absolutely it probably um, would have been really good for you you know just a thought like imagine you were, you were in a job which made you feel the same way that i felt after 3 years of a toxic relationship with someone that used to bully me right so is there anyone out there that helps and assists women who have come out of long term employment and suffered that kind of oppression right to make them feel like they're lesser, like they're not good enough, like they're not worthy, like they're not likeable. Because obviously in the office, lovable is probably not, but not likeable. You know, all those things that you get to feel, you know, I'm not sure there are people. I
1: know. I think you might have just, you might be up to something there, Lucy, because yes. that's yeah. Re- yeah, that's that's a good point because you do need to rebuild. And it yeah. is very you know there's a lot of mental work that needs to then take place for you
0: to kind of progress onto and move forward so completely you know, probably a lot of healing that needs to happen after having gone through those experiences you know like um i'm working on as you know on hypnotherapy and looking at you know we'd go back to past the past yeah. not just past life but their past like this life and um <laughs> You know, when people have been have been experienced bullying, for example, it has a really profound effect on them. But it doesn't have to be bullying when they were a teenager. It could be five, you know, five years ago or two years exactly. ago in the office.
1: Exactly. It does. So, it, exactly. it does have an impact. But you know, at the end of the day, it's about um, it's about just wanting more for yourself and just kind of just walking in your purpose, walking forward and, you know, just, just accepting that you're on a journey and, you know, it's all about self-discovery and, you know, being your best, the becoming the best version of yourself ultimately, because that's what we're all trying to do at the end of the day, isn't it?
0: So, yeah, I think that's a massive ambition for this movement, this lifetime, you know, the movement that we're all kind of creating right now. What, what's been the biggest thing empowering you to keep going forward over the last 12 months?
1: Um, the last 12 months, I would literally just say the feeling that I'm actually in alignment. Okay, I, feel that's like, great. Uh, I feel like it's really pushing me to just keep going because I'm enjoying myself. But because I'm feeling powerful, I'm feeling like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I feel like there's no other motivation that is like, you know, like stronger than that. I feel everything that I do now is with intention. There's no, okay, I'm doing that to get paid. I don't really want to do that. There's everything is just, everything just means a
0: lot. I love that. Brilliant. Yeah, definitely. That's really amazing. So what if you could talk to your 15 year old self, would you tell her now about life? What life advice would you give?
1: Um, I would say to myself at 15, don't let anybody dim your light. Like, don't give people, don't give anybody the power to make you feel unworthy. Like, I feel like, you know, you go through certain things in life and your experience gives you the strength to realise that you would never do that again. Like, you would never put up with that again or you would never go through that again. And I feel like, you know... you you obviously have to grow and develop but if i could say anything to my younger self it would be
0: know your worth
1: and don't let anyone dim your light
0: absolutely i love that advice that's so amazing it's it's so hard because recently my partner said something to me that made me realize that i actually dim my light sometimes just to accommodate other people yeah and I didn't even realize, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's like, absolutely. right, yeah. so we do that, you know, we, we we switch up, we turn ourselves down. Actually, it might be because people have been saying this to me, like, most of my life, like, turn it down a bit, Lucy. like, doing the knob movement to me, like, put it down a bit, because oh, I am yeah. like, you know, Lloyd. No, absolutely. You know? absolutely
1: right. It boils down to society at the end of the day, and what we think we should be like, and you know, we do give, you know, when you see other people behave in a certain way and then they look at you as if you're expected to be the same, you do kind of like go into a bit of a corner and you are like, OK, well, maybe maybe how I am isn't good enough. Maybe if I do need to change a little bit. But yeah. I, I've definitely been in that situation and, you know, I, I could almost kick myself for you know, allowing myself to be in the situation where I felt like I wasn't good enough because of the way other people were making me feel. Absolutely. So, Yes, I, and I know, and I know for sure that I would never allow myself to, to feel like that because of someone else. And, and it is about making choices and deciding the people that you have around you, the people that you have in your life, making sure that they're fueling you in a positive way, um, and that they accept you for, for you, and we that you
0: are for you. Yeah. yeah no more button turning down not exactly it. <laughs> Luckily, it's not jesus because he's the one that has to put up with me for 24 hours a day seven days a week 42 weeks a year <laughs> <laughs> it's seven years continuously working together <laughs> living together i don't know how we've done it well actually it's 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 eight years in July, July the 28th, since we left the UK. Oh, that, and in that time, we've spent, I spent seven days away from him in the UK in November before we went traveling to Asia in that year. And then I spent four days in the UK in 2014. And then in 2019, I spent four days in the UK. And that is the only time that we wow. have been apart in eight years.
1: Well clearly something's <laughs> working
0: for you both. So keep, keep doing what you're doing at the end of the day. I can hear him chopping away cooking the lunch. So things are going well. Good job, Lucy. <laughs> Got
1: him under the bum. <laughs>
0: yeah I do I don't share the part that I'm the one that does the dinner so yeah it's a team it's a team oh my god so much so I just yeah I'm really lucky I found I found a Spaniard obviously I found him in London but I found a Spaniard who isn't the Manchester type and doesn't believe that women need to be doing everything because otherwise we would have a few yeah definitely (laughs) it would be like yeah he wouldn't want to be getting up in the morning
1: (laughs) no one needs that in their life Jeanette, it's
0: been so nice to get to know you, So, because we met in the um, Female Entrepreneur Association Membership Club, and um, we've chatted a few times now, I've presented in your group, you're going to present in my group, and now you've come on and done this wonderful interview for us today for the Empowered Women series, and I just want to say that, you know, getting to know you and getting to know other women that I meet through these type of communities, it's so valuable. And if I, you know, if people aren't part of the communities or they don't see the benefit of it, then you know, this is it. It's getting to know lovely people that you connect so much with. And, you know, last week we were chatting and laughing and and you <laughs> said to me, I feel like we've known each other for years. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I felt like that. Like the first time we had our call, I didn't say it because I didn't want to seem like a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> But I felt like that so much. And I think, well, we were like, let's just have a casual chat and see how we can, you know, kind of work together. And yeah. I think we ended up chatting for like an hour. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I like every, time, every time we speak is normally for like an, at least an hour. oh my god but it's so nice it's just so nice I'm so lucky I feel so lucky I feel yeah I feel so lucky I feel lucky to have met you lucky to have met the other wonderful women whether they be my clients you know just it's such a great experience and like you I never I never imagined this is gonna sound really soppy now now (laughs) I never imagined that life could be like this like I always thought it was just that I, th- I just thought it was the conveyor belt I thought yeah. life is that conveyor belt you know that, yeah. that you just you know you just keep going every day you just jump on and you just keep going again and again and and the wedding industry is a bit like that and that's why the coaching has been such a yeah. an enlightening yeah. thing for me as well and yeah. it's just you know every experience every opportunity to to work with somebody is different isn't it and it's that yeah. so
1: absolutely um, I, I feel like this. It's what we do with the coaching. I think it is a lot more about kind of community and collaboration. Yeah. And I I would consider myself to be quite an introvert, and so I don't always push myself to to meet new people or to speak out, um, which I do need to do more. But I find that this platform, with this platform, I kind of do have to do more of it. But every time I do it it's just amazing and i love it and as you said like i'm so glad that i got the opportunity to meet you lucy and so many other incredible amazing women which i would never have met if it wasn't for being on the path that i'm on at the moment so
0: yeah absolutely that's it and that is you know in a way we have the horrendous covid to thank for that and yeah and that, yeah, you know, yeah it's um like natasha bray always says that you know there's a silver lining in every negative experience and you have to search for yeah. the silver lining when i first started the course back in september i was like but i just can't see it i just can't see it Is <laughs> Is you gonna show it it? Sometime soon because <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like- <laughs> but now but now i do in in everything and i think it's so important to see that as well you know to learn from every lesson to learn from every pain that we have to experience to to look for for why it happened and like you said earlier this is a journey that life is a journey and a journey is meant to be about experience and joy and happiness and 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 the bad things and the good things but it's it's meant to be like an a journey with equilibrium right that is an english word isn't it i'm just like sometimes i'm like am i pulling out a spanish word or an english word out of the brain that's not it's i don't think it's an english word is it so you know like a kind of like a balance yeah so so it's finding that in life which is is so and and I love the fact now that I kind of look back at my my life and I think that experience taught me this and this experience taught me that and I needed to experience it to be where I am today.
1: Absolutely. And and I think it's just to be thankful. Just be thankful for the highs and the lows. Oh Lucy, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh All, right, All
0: the people that you keep meeting in the communities. you are so popular now. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, I think it's just a case of, like, just appreciating the journey and just knowing that even the bad things that you go through in life, they're, you know, they happen for a reason, they happen so that you are, you know, you can be the person that you are today or the person that you're destined to be in the future, you know, everything yeah. that we go through impacts the person that we're becoming, so you just have yeah. to look back just, yeah yeah, just be thankful that you know it doesn't stop there. You can always make changes, and you you're always able to move forward and and grow through your experiences. So yeah.
0: completely. And I've been thinking recently about um, you know I ha- I don't know how old you are. I've never asked you how old you are. You don't have to tell me on a live, by I'm the way. Really
1: that's but... fine. I'm proud of my age.
0: Good. <laughs> Good. I don't Good. Have to hang up. <laughs> I am proud of my age. I'm 46. And it was something that I always wondered whether I would be, because my mum was the kind of woman who who, when she hit 40, she spent three days in bed crying. Love, bless her soul. She oh. she passed away at 44 So maybe she knew that her her journey was short, and that's why she felt so emotional when she hit 40. And I always wondered, Am I gonna be am I gonna be 40 so ungraciously? Or am I gonna be a gracious 40-year-old? And actually I've I'm kind of growing older loving it so much so yeah. you know, i think i hit 30 and was like oh this is awesome and then it just like every year i'm just like oh i love this i love getting older yes yeah. so good Absolutely. And thinking, yeah. yeah it's 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 great to have that feeling isn't it but i was thinking about the experience of you know 40 40 plus the women that hit that 40 and i do think there is still that that midlife like not crisis but reevaluation that goes yeah. on And there's a lot of looking back and going i didn't do what i should have done i wasted my time i didn't follow my heart i didn't follow my dreams maybe i made a mistake you know and i don't believe that we did like we're saying it's the journey but i truly believe that we're just halfway there this is we're just halfway along the road and there's so much of the road left to go, and there's so much adventure left to experience exactly. in the future, you know? Exactly. And I, I want Sorry. people to know that. I just want people to know that they can follow their dreams at 40 still. There's nothing holding them back. Not at all. You said something last
1: week to that effect as well, which really hit me, which was, you know, it doesn't. you can start whenever. Like, there's, there's nothing that says, oh, no, I'm too old to do this, or so that I'm... T- you know, so long as you, you do what you want to do, like, the only thing that is going to stop you is you. So if you're telling yourself that you're too old to do something, then then you've accepted that that's your reality. Then, yeah. you know, but then you're, you can start any day at any age doing whatever and still have love, passion, and success. So this is absolutely it.
0: right, you know. But the, you, um, today, there's opportunities for everybody isn't absolutely. there? There's like there's so much that we can do. So it's absolutely.
1: I think it's definitely inspiring to hear you say that. So yeah.
0: Definitely. yeah the digital world is a gift, definitely without a doubt. Um, and I think. <laughs> I was watching the Golden Globes a couple of weeks back and was just so I was having such a laugh at the fact that they were having problems with Zoom and, you know, people were behaving yeah. really weirdly when they were next to them and stuff like that. And I was just thinking yeah. uh, that it's not only us who have these technical difficulties and issues going on when we're going live, yeah. when we're, you know,
1: it's just live TV. <laughs>
0: this is what it is
1: exactly yeah oh my
0: god I'm so thirsty today because I'm detoxing and my head's like oh so how long (laughs) are you detoxing for um it's a five day I'm on day three but I've I've felt two days like I've had a hangover um like I've been drinking vodka like you know when you've got that hot head and it's burning like you've been drinking vodka out of the bottle I'm not sure you ever did that I clearly did. <laughs> Maybe once when I was like 18. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but never done it again. <laughs> it
0: didn't end well. <laughs> no, you better than me. I was probably in around the 30 zone when I was still doing okay. stuff like that. <laughs> but, oh, my God, my head today is killing me. But I'm hoping that it will leave me feeling fresher and better once I've done the detox. But, yeah, no, it's absolutely. just like I didn't Eat realize it. Me exactly this is it I didn't realize it would railroad me as much I'm just like boom you know like, oh, But anyway cool yeah
1: so it's pretty
0: yeah that's the best thing it's been so nice to talk to you Jeanette Thanks it's been for having me.
1: It's a pleasure thank and thank you
0: for sharing your story you know it's I know that it takes a lot of confidence to come on and share your story but it will inspire it will inspire other women and and that's the whole point of these interviews you know Thank you.
1: Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share. Um, yeah, absolutely, loved it. I don't Good. feel like I really share it enough, so it's really nice to to have
0: the yeah, family. definitely. Your story is so important. All of our stories are so important. They they create the the kind of the big movie of what we who we are. You know, absolutely. it's like yeah. they animate they animate us and bring us to life and people get to know us through those stories and yeah. really start to understand what we're about. And these days that human connection is so important and oh, yeah, obviously no, the authentic self, like showing that authentic self so much, much yeah. so much more. Yeah. What's That's, it all? <laughs> I just want to say one more thing actually, because you've just literally what you just
1: said um, kind of hit, hit a nerve a little bit. Um, Show your authentic self. So just like, I just encourage everybody to just show up as their authentic self all the time, and and I say that with passion because I spent so many years being someone else and not my yeah. authentic self, and I'm really embracing it at the moment and loving the fact that I'm just being me. And if you don't like it,
0: well,
1: you don't have to, you know, stick around. It's okay. <laughs> That's
0: it, isn't it? That is it. I love that. That's really really good advice, um, and I think you know people do feel like oh I have to be like that person who's doing what I'm doing and they're successful and I want to be successful like them so I need to I need to mimic what they do but it's not true it's like being your authentic self will give you the edge on everybody else you know it really will it's that uniqueness that sells you the uniqueness that gives you your power you know
1: and yeah and your tribe will gravitate to you because you know you're you're in alignment so you know, exactly. Definitely. This is it. Your weirdos will find
0: you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Thank you so much,
0: Lucy. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming along and joining us this week on the Empowered Women Rise podcast. We'll be back next week with another incredible woman to tell her incredible, amazing, inspiring story. Looking forward to seeing you all again next week. In the meantime, if you'd like to connect, You can catch me at lucybennettcoaching at gmail.com or on Instagram at i.am.lucybennett. See you again soon.